Hey everyone, welcome back to the Biomexus uh, podcast series. Today we are gonna be talking to Rebecca from Cleveland. Uh, we'll be discussing about Rebecca and her son as well. Rebecca and her child have recovered from Lyme disease and mold biotoxin illness, along with the uh, IBS, Crohn's colitis issues. Um, I'll let Rebecca get into the into the details of uh, of everything, but you know, I just wanted to let you know that uh, we've used completely uh, herbal medicine, completely all natural protocols, and both mother and child are doing remarkably well, especially uh, Rebecca's son is doing really phenomenally well with the most minimal of uh, uh, interventions. Once again, you know, completely natural and um, herbal medicine. So uh, once again, please remember to subscribe and let's proceed and welcome Rebecca to today's podcast. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. How are you? I'm good. So, you know, uh, today's podcast focus is, is going to be on uh, yourself and your son as well with um, many chronic illnesses, you know, especially the ones that I specialize in, that's Lyme biotoxin illness, autism. So uh, that's one, uh, the, the main purpose um, of this part, uh, the podcast is to highlight the uh, success stories with natural and herbal medicine that, you know, it is um, entirely possible to achieve remission as well as um, as well as recovery with herbal medicine. So, uh, I mean, isn't that what brought you to Bionexus Health? Yes, because I have been, well, I was first tested positive for Lyme in 2007 hmm. and um, have done a lot of years of prescription antibiotics, antifungals, all of that. Um, so, I was ready to try something else. <laughs> Last, I've been with you for what, a little over a year, I think. Yes, I think so, yeah, yeah. So you you tried conventional antibiotic approach for a couple of years? Well, since 2007, I mean, so. Right, well, okay. So I mean, off and, on, off and on, I wasn't on right. antibiotics that entire time, but I'd be on them for years at a time, you know, and then I'd be off for maybe a year or so. Um, mm -hmm. and just have my symptoms come back. So yeah, um, I was ready to just, just try something else, um, and see <laughs> if I had better success this way. So, <clears throat> well, um, are you glad you did? Um, yes. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent, you know, but, but, um, I wouldn't say that I'm in, you know, worse than I was um, trying it the conventional route. So, so we'll see. Um, I guess I went into this feeling like the herbal process, herbal and natural approach. Um, I was expecting it to take longer. So, and it was much more of a lifestyle change, you know, really focused on the whole picture, everything from mold in the house to um, diet to 
you know, kind of focusing on how many toxins are coming in as far as everything, laundry detergent, shampoo, to just the whole, whole big picture. So, yeah. It, you know, um, I always like to explain that it is important to look at the whole picture, including these little details that you mentioned, you know, like we, we had to discuss all the way from your uh, laundry washing machine, <laughs> all the way, you know, from lime to washing machine, to looking below your sink, to looking for, you know, uh, and any other unknown leaks you might have in the house. Uh, now that, I mean, um, have you ever considered mold to be a player as you were trying to recover, you know, uh, from Lyme over, over the years? One of the doctors um, that I had um, did, you know, she had me test the house, the ERMI, ERMI, is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> um, and the house I was living in at that time didn't test real high. So we, we just kind of moved on and, you know, but, you know, last year, uh, let's see, 20, 2020 it was, mm -hmm. I was definitely, definitely living in mold. So, and it was going to take so much to remediate that house, it had a dirt crawl space, and we just decided to move <laughs> instead. So we moved right before I, I started seeing you. Um, so I think, um, yeah, one or two of the other doctors had mentioned it. <clears throat> but right the first time it didn't seem to be much of an issue and this last time I knew it was a huge issue and we ended up moving because of it yeah <clears throat> uh, can you explain uh to to me some of the symptoms that you had before you started the um the, the herbal protocol and you know how have those gotten better Oh, definitely candida um, mm -hmm. was an issue. And I've been on Nystatin and um, Diflucan a lot <laughs> over the past decade. Um, and I really didn't see how I was going to, that one made me nervous not taking Nystatin because I'd been on it. I'd been on Nystatin for years. Mm -hmm. um, so, but here I am, it's been a year and I've been off of both of those you know, off of all anti-prescription antifungals um, and, have, and I'm actually feeling better. My, you know, candida symptoms are better than they were. So I've definitely seen improvement there. Um, <clears throat> let's see, as far as, because I have Lyme, Bartonella and Babesia, those are the things I've tested positive for. So I'm not really sure which symptom is which, but, um, oh, and then you, long COVID also. I got very sick with COVID um, in March, 2020. And I still am not back. My energy particularly is still not back to what it was before that. Um, and I would say brain fog too. Um, I still struggle with since then. So let me ask you this. Uh, when, you, when you got COVID for the first time and uh, you think that still because, you know, um, many patients with chronic Lyme have been telling me that looks like they, after they got COVID, 
uh, it seems that, 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 you know, they were prime candidates to just kind of go into uh, long COVID. So you're saying that your, your brain fog and fatigue got worse with COVID and it has kind of stayed with you since then, you feel? Yes. And I don't know whether to blame that on COVID or whether COVID is making the, the infections worse, the, the Lyme and the, I don't know which it is, but yeah. Right. Um, I've been, you know, sicker, you know, more fatigue and uh, brain fog definitely mm -hmm. since I had COVID than before. Yes. So. <clears throat> and, and, you know, Dr. Shoemaker's research also tells us that extended use of antifungals, uh, of uh, prescription antifungals, is actually detrimental to patients that have chronic inflammatory response syndrome or biotoxin illness, especially uh, the azole kind of antifungals, you know, fluconazole, ketoconazole, intraconazole. So oftentimes patients who are on antibiotics for Lyme, just like you were for, for a couple of years, um, it, it's actually all age groups, in, including children, you know, when they are put on long-term antibiotics for uh, chronic Lyme or any other chronic condition. For example, with kids, it could be PANS, PANDAS type issues. Um, if it is an azole family antifungal, like the ones I just named, that seems to complicate matters with, uh, with Marcons, um, along with the symptoms that are caused by the Marcons, you know, the, the, the Marcons being the sinus colonization uh, with the coag negative staph bacteria, like I've explained to you, that happens with mold exposure. So that, in addition to what you're saying, you know, there really isn't any research that has even been initiated, you know, I know uh, many eyelash practitioners um, have, have been discussing this um, avidly in, in, in the eyelash physician groups. And one, one of the things, you know, all of us have, uh, uh, have agreed upon is it would be awesome to have some data which shows like, you know, just like you said, does COVID exposure actually exacerbate you know, or uh, bring people out of remission from Lyme and co-infections. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, and fluconazole was one that I, you know, was on a lot <laughs> over the last decade. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we tested Marcons. That's the first time I had tested for that was when I started seeing you. <clears throat> and I believe everything was negative this, this last appointment I had with you, so... Yes, this last appointment, the first time I tested you, you were off the charts positive, right? You were like, what was it, you know, eight or nine antibiotic resistance, uh, including uh, vancomycin and gentamicin. So that, that is, uh, you know, uh, due to the long-term use of the, the, the azole antifungals. Right, but just like, I don't know. Was I? I think I was on your nasal spray for six months. Yes. For well, um, yes. and prior to that, I had tried a prescription spray. Um, you probably remember the name of it. Yes. It's a common, yes. Common one that they pre prescribe from um, a certain pharmacy. 
Yeah, the BEG spray. You had yeah. you had tried the BEG spray yeah. for the Marcons, which didn't work. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've I've been hearing. Uh, you know, I, I'm not here, not just hearing. I've I've had personally in, in my practice as well had really good success with people with uh, you know long term exposure to the azole uh, antifungals, just like you had. And then coming up, you know, with this uh, seriously resistant Marcon colonization in, in the sinuses, a vancomycin resistance and gentamicin resistance together, that is why it took you six months to clear. Usually, you know, it, it takes about four months on the Formula One nasal spray. It, it's, it's all herbal, as you know, but that's great. Yes, that was one of the things that I was... Uh, observing, you know, in, in your case to see how long it would take so we could kind of, um, you know, establish uh, additionally refined guidelines for using the herbal spray for such severe infections. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's gone. Yeah. And I know another uh, couple of symptoms that I saw resolve pretty quickly when I started with you was um, the thirstiness. I was just so thirsty all the time. <clears throat> and um, I've noticed um, with the minerals, the trace mineral supplementation, that that goes away. Um, and then diarrhea, I had a lot of trouble with diarrhea. Um, and on the gut butter regimen, it just, it, that completely went away. So beautiful. Those were two things that I saw pretty quick improvement. <clears throat> yeah, that that is, you know, that, that was really awesome for me as well, especially because, you know, you're an active mom and it, it takes a lot out of you, you know, taking care of, um, of a child that has medical conditions as well. Right. <clears throat> so uh, I... Uh, I understand, you know, like like you mentioned, and of course I agree that you're still a, a work in progress because your clinical situation is pretty complex, especially with uh, with COVID as well. Now, uh, your son, he is uh, 14? Um, almost 16. Almost 16 now, God bless, okay. Um, so he had, uh, pretty fantastic response to the Bionexus herbal protocol. He did really well. Can, can you tell me a little bit about him? Well, he was um, got really sick last spring, was eventually diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Mm. And um, I had read about um, the SCD diet um, helping with it. So we went ahead and started that, I think at least a month even before we saw you because it you know, it takes a little bit to get in as a new patient. Yes. Um, so I was kind of desperate what, <laughs> how to help them. Um, so I found that. So we started that just to try it. And um, within a week, his diarrhea stopped. I mean, he was having diarrhea a few times a day uh, for months. It was losing weight, a um, couple pounds a week there when it got really bad last spring. Oh, sores in his mouth. Um, sores in his mouth. Yes. Uh, like ulcers, I guess they call them. Yes. <clears throat> and um, so we saw dramatic improvement just from the SCD diet alone. Um, and then 
as we saw you and, you know, he starts on uh, anti-inflammatory supplements and things, you know, he's just continued to improve. So, you know, he's gained 30 pounds over this past year, grown a couple of inches. He's just really doing so much better. They want to do um, uh, endoscopy and colonoscopy here <clears throat> later this spring, just to okay. check inside to make sure everything is, you know, mucosal healing, I guess, the GI doctor calls it. So, but symptoms wise, you know, his labs are all looking so much better <clears throat> um, because he wasn't absorbing nutrients, you know, his iron was really low, yes. he was, was really low, so. All of that's, you know, looking better and he's gaining and growing. So, so yeah, um, he's really not having any symptoms, you know, at this point. So, <laughs> um, we're just really thrilled at how, how far he's come. <clears throat> that's great. 30 pounds in a year, he gained weight. That's, that is really good. And, and a couple inches, right? He's, 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 uh, he's pretty tall when when I first saw him he was you know skinny and tall and now he's he's nicely filled out he's still on the thin side but you know he's he's get he's into the normal range now so yeah yeah <clears throat> that that is just yeah I know his his uh, recovery was so fantastic it was absolutely uh, wonderful to see him uh, become symptom-free relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. that, that was really nice. Um, academically, he's able to keep up with his studies, with his peers. He's, he's doing well. Um, you homeschool him, right? Yes, we are homeschooling this year. Um, yeah, so we're not sure what we're going to do next year, but <laughs> um, in the year before, he had missed a lot of school. He was enrolled in school then. Um, the year he got really sick. Mm -hmm. So he had missed a lot, you know, due, due to all of this. <clears throat> um, so homeschooling seemed like a, a good way to handle it this year with, you know, being on the STD diet and just still healing and, and yes. um, recovering. Good so, plan. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, I remember doing STD diet with Brian, with, the, with my son. Right, you know, ultimately modifying it as well. And yeah, you know, we had uh, quite a lot of benefit from, from using herbal protocols along with, um, with the SCD diet. Combining the two, you know, helps achieve symptom remission pretty quickly. Um, you know, Crohn's, colitis, IBS, these can be uh, misdiagnosed if there is mold exposure. I see that quite a bit in, um, in patients that have had, uh, that actually have biotoxin illness, which has resulted, the, the amount of inflammation that, uh, that occurs from biotoxin illness, you know, spills over into the gut, and it turns out to be this uh, textbook Crohn's colitis or IBS, and once the underlying inflammation or the, the root cause is uh, addressed, that's when, you know, complete remission can be seen as well. And it's not like he's going to have to be on, on a diet for the rest of his life. 
And he's doing this completely without any pharmaceuticals. That is true. Um, right. So far, so good. So, yes. <laughs> and I don't know how much mold played it because by the time we saw you, he was starting to feel better. And so, um, spending the money for the Marcons and I don't know, it just, we decided not to do that just because he was improving. Anyway. Yes. Um, but you know, we do know that he was in mold, you know, cause we were all in it. Um, right. So it, it very well could have, you know, played a role in it. So, <clears throat> but yeah, and he hasn't done like the nasal sprays and, and all of that. Um, yeah, the main thing he's done is the diet and the anti-inflammatory um, um, supplements and things. Okay, so, so he's just done the uh, anti-inflammatory um, anti herbals and then the foundation supplements along with the diet. Uh, right. He has not done any antimicrobials, right? Because you actually chose uh, not to go down that path because he, you know, he became symptom-free. Right, right. <clears throat> yes, of course. I mean, once your immune system is uh, back to being on the right track, it, once it's back to being in charge, you know, and he's so young, there is no reason to uh, mess with it any further. You know, you just leave it alone and let, let the body heal. So I think you, you just, you know, it was the absolutely the right decision for him. Yeah. And, and with him being a teenager, it's hard to get him to take too many <laughs> right too many things so <laughs> right kind of um picked you know what what's kind of the bare minimum we can do here and if he's improving mm -hmm. we'll just kind of be ha be happy with that <laughs> yes yes exactly so you know can um, can you summarize for me uh becky what would you say to those, you know, uh, with Lyme who've been on antibiotics and, 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 you know, antifungals for many years, um, and not achieving the kind of results, you know, uh, that they would like to see that, you know, having tried antibiotics for many years and, um, what would you say to, to, to those people about herbal medicine? Well, um, it's worth a try. I mean, that's kind of what I thought. I'm, I'm going to give this a couple of years, just like I gave that a couple of years and see, you know, see what kind of improvements um, I will have with this route. But um, it's just like, I didn't see any downsides with, with the medications. You have so many downsides and, you know, they're tearing up, at least in my case, they really tore up my gut. Um, as I said, I was really struggling with a lot of diarrhea, uh, abdominal cramping, things like that. Um, and I believe it was all of the antibiotics. Um, so, and I, I wasn't as careful with my diet either, um, during those years. So, but yeah, I guess, what do you have, what do you have to lose? It's worth a shot. <laughs> Um, and right, the, the downsides just, uh, aren't there like you have with, um, with the antibiotics. So 
That's important, you know, uh, Becky, that's important what you said, that when it comes to herbal and natural medicine, the downsides are just not there. Right. That's right. And just like you said, that is the number one issue that I see with people who want to transition over from uh, antibiotics to naturopathic treatment is uh, that it has, you know, caused a lot of gut issues right? A lot of side effects, a lot of gut issues. That, that's what happened uh, with my son as well, you know, which, which is what led me down to this whole Biomexis herbal protocol in the first place. But yes, uh, did you find, find the transition from going off antibiotics and starting herbal, you know, in your case, antibiotics and antifungals, like you mentioned, um, did you find it challenging? Did you do it cold turkey? Did you wean yourself off? It was pretty cold turkey because I mean, um, once I switched, you know, from a M MD to you, you know, once those ran out, <laughs> that was the end. Um, for some reason, I was more anxious about going off the antifungals for some reason. I don't know why. I think because the antibiotics, they were, the doctors would switch them around a lot. So I'd be on this one and then that one. And the antifungals kind of stayed pretty steady. Um, so I was kind of anxious to go off of those. But but yeah, I did it pretty cold turkey. And um, and it was fine. I, you know, I had no reason to be so anxious about it. But <laughs> um, so yeah. <clears throat> so you went... Uh cold turkey off of everything uh, after being on those a couple of years, uh, antifungals off and on 10 years, you said, um, and you you transitioned well. No issues. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's been a year ago, but I don't remember any um, problems. Like there were only benefits. I just saw some improvements. Um, don't recall anything. Um, getting worse only Good. better <laughs> no I don't either I, I don't remember you telling me uh, you know of of any adverse events and there really isn't any reason to you know it's not like you're transitioning off you know psych meds where you need to you know quote unquote wean off of them little by little you know to uh, to maintain your um, uh, brain neurotransmitter level steady you have to slowly wean off the psych meds Right. That doesn't really apply to antibiotics or to antifungals. It's just, you know, you just stop one day and you start herbals. And um, sometimes, you know, um, I do have patients that get nervous. That, that was the reason for asking the question. It's like, no, 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 should we wean off? I mean, just to ease their minds, I'll be like, fine, you know, go on half a dose, then go on quarter dose while you're building up your herbals to the full uh, to the full dosage and then you can just you know uh, drop off the antibiotics and the antifungals now uh, what did what did you do when you were building up on the herbal antibiotics you know meaning uh, meaning the herbal um, antimicrobials did you build up one drop at a time or like, you know, two at a time? Did you go like full dose all at once? I built up, I built up slowly. Yeah. Slowly, right. The antimicrobials, especially, it was 
usually adding one drop in a day. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe every couple of days. It depended on what it was and if I felt like it was affecting me at all. And I always did one at a time. That way I knew which one was possibly causing. Some of them were, I don't know if you remember, um, Hawthorne, I think, who had me on at the beginning. And I felt like it was giving me some heart palpitations. And But because I had done it, was just working on Hawthorne, increasing Hawthorne, I kind of knew that that was what it was. <laughs> so <clears throat> then I could back off and try it again a little slower or something like that but yeah I built those up slowly good plan yes and you know as as so you start the antibiotics you were building up the the herbals one by one right in a one drop every couple of days uh, you did not find that Lyme and co-infections came rushing back nothing of that sort right you know your your body accepted the herbals Right. Yeah, I don't remember anything, you know, drastic happening. No. <laughs> good, good. Uh, I think this has been awesome in the sense that, you know, it, it has clarified um, very, very many common questions that are in, in the minds of people that are, you know, wanting to transition from conventional to herbal medicine for Lyme disease, for mold, mold exposure and what have you. So good, you know, thank you so very much for being here today. I, I really appreciated, you know, taking the time out and telling us about your, uh, your story, your journey. Sure. Any help it can be to others is, you know, I'm glad it can be of use. My experience can be of use, so. <laughs> All right, well, it's that time again. It brings us to the close of today's podcast. Thank you so very much for joining me. I appreciated it very much. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Until then, be well. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.